Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Good afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. It is Friday. Thank goodness. April 28th. And we're in the second. We'll be this evening the second day of the NFL Draft, uh, which the first round was last night. And I am joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the board. We've got Big Lou Maddox back in. JB has returned. And our good friend, Mr. Greg Bradley with TennesseeSportsNet.com. And uh, gentlemen, last night, did it go like you thought it would go? Big Lou, what do you think? In some ways, yeah. In some ways, no. Okay. I heard, you know, I, there were a lot of rumors last night. Uh, well, one big one um, that I was kind of hoping would come to fruition, that the, that the Cardinals were going to uh, give away the third pick to the Titans along with old D-hop, DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, uh, they'd get our 11th pick and probably some somebody big from the organization, I would imagine. But um, I think they were they were looking for C.J. Stroud that they thought was going to fall a little bit and maybe they'd be able to get him at 11, well, and that didn't happen. You're talking about the Titan, Titans taking C.J. I'm Stroud. talking about the Cardinals Oh, okay, I got, Stroud. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I got you. Well, no, actually, yeah, the Titans. Um, well, I mean, me, you know – didn't I mean, happen, I, you know. We needed, I, we needed a wide receiver. I was kind of wishful thinking, spo- um, but there's still alert, something on the board. Spoiler alert on the Titans taking a quarterback. I don't think. I don't think. You know, they're they're kind of hung with Ryan Tannehill. They've got him yeah. on 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 board for a lot of money, and I don't see anybody waiting in line to pay pick up that contract and play and pay Ryan Tannehill. So. I think it's more important to go the route they went with Skaronsky. Am I pronouncing that right, JB? Yes, sir. Now, you're a Northwestern guy. You yes, graduated sir. from Northwestern, so you're familiar with this guy. I am, and I you know, I want to take this moment really fast. To, to, <laughs> Let him gloat. Okay. Let him gloat. Okay. I, I, I've been waiting go for Go for it. Now, I want our morning. listeners to listen up. This uh, JB graduated recently, not too long ago, uh, within the past few years from Northwestern, and obviously the uh, – Mr. Skaronsky is the first-round pick of the Titans. And so, JB's going to give you a rundown and, and tell you why this was such a super yep. pick. And and last week, you know, a lot of things, you know, it seems me and GM Rand are, are on the same page here because I was saying the, the, tra- the trade smoke was just smoke. There's not going to be any trade-up for quarterback. And I said we're going for O-line. And if we're going for O-line, it should be Skaronsky. And this is, all, this is all in the archives from last week. And I'm very happy that we did go through with this uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, Skaronsky is big, and he's ready to play immediately. And most importantly, he's versatile. He can play both guard and tackle on that left side. So there'll be some natural competition with uh, Diller, the free agent we just signed, and him for maybe that tackle position. But a lot of the scouts think that Skaronsky's real upside in the long term in the league is, is as a guard. So... It'll be interesting to see how they deploy him, but as we've been saying with all the injuries and the plug-and-play that Titans have been going through the last few years, you want to have versatility in these guys on the line. He said they, 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 uh, he took questions last night after he got drafted. He said he could play center, too. Yeah, And on yeah. the right side as well. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a left-side guy, but he wow. said he could play all five spots. Yeah. Well, I tell you, two people that are, are very pleasantly surprised or, or happy with that first-round pick is going to be, A, Ryan Tannehill, and B, Derrick Henry. Yes. I mean, you know. 
I think they're ecstatic by it. I mean, running backs and quarterbacks, and especially if he, if he nails down that left tackle position, Mr. Skronsky's going to be happy because that's that's the O-line position that gets up paid all the money. Yeah, and now they have right. actually – actually they have two prospects in, in-house to uh, to fill that position. Like you said, they've – what was the other gentleman you said? Dillard, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Dillard was already there that they were kind of projecting that he would be in there and then Skronsky could come in either at the right side or – plug in anywhere they needed him on the on the front and uh and if Dillard didn't get it done then you know they've got an option here looking at Skronsky there so you know they they got some they've got two viable options that uh when they didn't have any right at the end of the year last year right it was the right pick regardless yeah what do you think? I, I think so too what do you I think agree. Greg what do you I think, think it's great great pick <clears throat> and he also mentioned he was Excited to block for Derrick Henry. He thought he was one of the best. So, well, there you go. Yeah, the guy's fired up. And, you know, so yeah, hopefully big, he sticks big, around for a big ten linemen used to blocking in the run attack. So, let's see, Skaronsky. Maybe we have yeah. some polka music. We can come back in. Yeah. Or <laughs> you, know, you know, raise another beer and that kind of. Uh, I mean, I'm and just he, saying, he was That seems like the appropriate time need to get yeah. some kielbasa. At the uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm talking about? The big steins and all that stuff and bouncing around and oopa loopa and all that. <laughs> It sounds one, like fun to me. Hell, one great cool. thing about him, though, is his gene, his dad. Uh, you know the guy is going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, and and he played for the championship Green Bay Packers. Or yeah. something. Did he play for Bart Starr? No, surely no. not his dad. That was not the grandfather. Up. He was he Green. was uh, on the he was on the Steelers, I believe. Yeah. Okay. He won a bunch of championships with them. And the okay. talking about Skaronsky still, right? Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Skaronsky. I think I his, his grandfather like. played yeah, he, on he the said, Green Bay Packers. I think. Yeah, uh, he played for the with, main with Bart Starr. Roll Tide, mm-hmm. by the way. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. Did you all know this? And I didn't know this till I just pulled it up a little bit ago. But third, last night marked the first time in the 21st century, the last 23 years or 24 years, whatever, that no player from outside the traditional classification of a power conference was selected in the first round. Wow. So, really? Um, and uh, let's see. Before this season, at least one player from a school outside the ACC, the former Big, Big East, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, and SEC – and Notre Dame, was picked in the first round in every year since 2000. Um, so, you know, there. I mean, I, I don't know what kind of water that holds or how important that is, but, I mean, you're not – obviously – I mean, you could, you could you know, draw some connection there to, you know, everything that's going with NIL. You know, there are those who will say this is going to lead to talent being more concentrated at these schools where – well. You know they can they can get that, but that's obviously a little bit of a stretch at this juncture. But it is interesting to to see that you know the main NFL talent seems to be pretty pretty concentrated. And I don't want to get off on an NIL topic or rant right now because we're talking about the draft. But I do believe the NIL, and I think a lot of a lot of schools are worried that the NIL deals are are going to move all the best teams into about a about a 30 range about about 1 through 30 in college football and everybody else is is going to flounder around a little bit. I mean it you know obviously money talks and you know what walks but you know the NIL is about money and it's about paying the players about getting making them happy and about getting them to come to your school especially well, especially the four and five star superstars. The other thing it's going to lead to though is 
it's not just keeping the players happy. It's going to be the one who's it's going to be the people who are supplying the money, keeping them happy. Sure, you know, and, and so and that means know, winning. And, you know, that means winning. It also means your players panning out pretty quick. Sure, uh, because and, and a lot of them, know, a lot and, of them won't be sticking around. Yeah, those superstars don't stick around. And, and again, if you're not again, you're not winning, or the player you choose uh, to go in there and, and, and plug into your spot. You better be producing. You better be producing fast because all those uh, alumni that are funneling those, that money into those NIL groups uh, are going to say, "Hey, I want I want return on my investment, and I want it now." Well, the Carolina so. Panthers, uh, with the first pick last night, uh, took Bryce Young, six foot, let's say two hundred pound kid that is not that big, but he's extremely smart, and uh, I just hope they can protect him. And uh, what I've been reading, they, you know, that that was pretty much what everybody expected. I mean, they yeah. needed a quarterback. Houston took C.J. Stroud uh, at number two, uh, a terrific quarterback out of Ohio State. Uh, they were desperate, desperately needing a quarterback. And the Houston Texans, uh, with a move with a trade with the Arizona Cardinals, um, and your your father grew up in Houston. JB and your grandparents live that way uh, in in Houston area, and they traded up uh, with with the Arizona Cardinals and got Will Anderson at number thirty one, and of course their head coach D'Amico Ryan's was linebacker at University of Alabama, and I don't know how much that was in play, but I'm sure there was a lot. I'm sure D'Amico. Um, was listening to what Saban was saying and what the what the defensive coaches at Alabama and more than likely did his homework. They showed a little clip, video clip of when they got Anderson and they looked extremely happy. And D'Amico looks like he can still play right now. I mean that guy, <laughs> that guy is. I mean I'm serious. He's, he's built. He's ready to go. But yeah, um, I mean, hey, Texans. I think got the second best quarterback in the draft, and they move up, and I think they got the best defensive player. I'm gonna say they, the they made draft. they made the steal the the steal of the draft. Getting they, they got their roster improved dramatically before yeah. anyone else ever on got both the pick. Si- on both sides on both sides of the ball. Yeah, there on both is, sides of the ball, and before anyone to, else ever got a chance to start. So hard this, for me to talk about though, being a Titans fan. There you go. <laughs> but I'm happy about pick okay. number four though. So let's let's yeah. talk about the next pick. Love uh, Greg, the Indianapolis Colts, which you being a big orange fan like you are, you probably followed the Colts, Colts over the years. Oh, come on. Now, no, you, no. now look, <laughs> you had the world's greatest quarterback in the history of football ever, Peyton Manning, according to people in Knoxville, <laughs> playing for the Colts. And you weren't a Colts fan? You didn't, you didn't, you didn't root for Peyton Manning or the Colts ever? Well, I kind of rooted for him. Oh, now, not now. a lot. Not a lot. I'm a Titan guy. Hey. Okay. All right. There you but, go. I can respect that. You know, he came to Tennessee, and he didn't win a championship at Tennessee. But he changed the culture a little. But bit. he changed the place. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Got him he, to the doorstep. He, he gave up the chance to go early to the draft. Stayed for his senior year. And you know. And then and then you know, Charles said, Wood, and then Charles Woodson de- deservedly beat, beat deservedly beat him out. <laughs> stole the Heisman. Uh, and Charles Woodson deservedly yeah. beat him out in the Heisman. I mean, well, the only know. defensive player ever to win it. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Come on, Come on. 
And the high. I'm just giving you all a hard time. I, 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 I actually, and I, you know, I can't believe I'm going to say that, but I actually do believe that Peyton definitely deserved the Heisman. He stayed for another year when he could have left. He did everything he was supposed to do that a that a superstar college football player is supposed to do, and he got and he got reamed by ESPN. Is what happened. ESPN went on a publicity PR. Uh, stunt or, you know, campaign for Charles Woodson uh, about eh, seven to ten days right before the Heisman Trophy was awarded, and they flipped some votes over, and that's what happened. I don't care what anybody says. That's what happened. The Heisman is a popularity contest. That's right. When the former winners can vote, which is a – that shouldn't even happen. It should be a panel of people that vote, not them, because you look throughout the region of the country – different regions, how many of those people live in this region, this region, this region. They're not going to vote for Peyton Manning. No. That's the deal. The Heisman, when when that happened to Peyton, I said, it's not worth the paper it's on. And, you know, I even even kind of, even though I went to Alabama and I'm an Alabama guy and – Alabama players didn't even until I think Mark Ingram. Uh, there wasn't even Alabama player that won the Heisman until Mark Ingram, and I, I you know, I, I paid attention to Heisman. I mean, you know, it's 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 kind of it's the biggest award in college football. But when that happened to Peyton Manning, I I'm kind of with you. I didn't. I was like, it hey, lost that, its luster that, to a lot of people. That, I, did, I think so, and and that's a shame. And and, that's and that's too bad. I think a lot of people realized. When that happened, what it was, what, what, yeah, what it really was, and uh, you know, because it became such an obvious gaffe. Right. I, I think the 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 Heisman people have always been a little, a little full of it. You know, the whole thing with Reggie Bush. You know, now that everyone's just allowed to get paid left and right, and they won't give him back his trophy. They they went and got got his trophy or whatever. It's just like it (laughs) it has anything to do with what he accomplished on the field. It's just, yeah, they don't seem like a a ton of fun. Well, well, he probably accepts something like a a fraction of what the normal five-star recruit is going to get paid before he even steps on campus now. Yeah. Let me ask you guys, with the amount of wide receivers that were taken last night, can you explain why the Bolitnikoff winner, Jalen Hyatt, was not chosen? I can't I, explain it, but I don't, I don't care because I think we've got a chance to pick him up in 41. <laughs> That's right. Yes, sir. And you and, and Greg understands that we all understand, understand the more that we believe SEC caliber wide receivers like Jalen Hyatt, the more that they're pushed down into the later rounds or they're not taken in the first round. That's better off, obviously, for the Titans. I, I mean, <laughs> the more yeah. of a shot we have it. Because I text JB last night because I knew he went to Northwestern. I knew Skaronsky was kind of moving down. And once they took Jalen, and then I knew there was Jalen Carter and Skaronsky left, well, I knew the Eagles weren't going to pass up Jalen Carter. Because they, they, they draft they, every Georgia defensive they, player. That they, love def- they love defense. And, and you know, and their offense their offense is pretty stout right now. So, I, I figured that they were they were in store for a, a defensive player. And they and they took Carr. And, bam, Skaronsky fell to us. And I'm tickled to death. So, but uh, the you know, fourth well, – go ahead. Go ahead. I also wanted to ask, when we talk about that, things that y'all just said, do these teams, do they talk to one another and say – 
say, for example, the Titans might, might have said this to, do they tell them we're saving our, our next guy will be him, will be Jalen? Well, I think – And that, that way the other – no, no. I, I think – Or will I, I they think, go after them no, anyway? No, I, I think they're trying to – obviously, each team is trying to get the best player they can possibly get. But the deal is, obviously, that they know they, – they need different needs. Each team needs – you know, they need a wide receiver or they're good at wide receiver and they, they need a running back or they're good at wide – or we – like the Titans need a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think it's a matter – and I think if somebody – a team really – somebody gets a, in the team's ear about a certain player, they go and they do their homework on this guy, and they say, look, this guy you can't pass up. You really need to what – was, what, was what was last night's well, – like, What you know, was last the, night's kind of surprise last night? There was – well, I guess we'll get down to it. I was kind of surprised that the Falcons took Robinson from Texas. And they already have uh, Algiers. Jameer Gibbs. Was a little bit Jameer Gibbs was a little bit of reach for the Detroit Lions. It was, but he, they just lost Jamal Williams, and I think Jameer Gibbs was right up there with uh, Robinson as the best. They also back signed in the, in the Montgomery draft. though, so they're working a three man. They got Swift, Montgomery, uh, yeah, I, and and the new guy. I'd like to think that Swift is going to be the bell cow for the Detroit Lions, but he can't stay healthy. There you go. Uh, so, but anyway, let's let, let's go back to the draft for a second before the fourth pick. The Indianapolis Colts came in there. And got AR fifteen and Anthony Richardson, uh, who has called his shot and says he's going to go to the Hall of Fame and he's going to win championships and he doesn't care what anybody thinks. Um, and you know the Colts did they kind of take a home run swing with Richardson? Did, I, I mean, I was shocked when they picked him and had Herndon. I don't, I don't know. He's a homeless man's Cam Newton. Well, he has a chance to start as a rookie and push Gardner Minshew the, the second. Um, you know, and Minshew is probably going to situation. Yeah. Minshew is probably going to play this year. I think he'll be the starter. He's he's got Until a one he stumbles. year right. He's got yeah. a one year thirty or uh, three million dollar contract, and uh, he's got experience. He's got experience in the AFC South for one. He played for the Jaguars for most of his time in the league. Yeah. Even though he's only 26, dude's still young. Is he really? He's only yeah. 26 I like years that, old. I like that porn. Min I like good. that porn stash he's got yeah. though. That's, yeah. that's, Min that's Minshew's bad. good for about six games. <laughs> he's good for about six games, and everybody else catches up with him. Minshew and mania, then, and then it falls and, and off. Then, yeah, and then it falls off, and then he's got to go sit for a little while, and then he can come back in as a sub and do do fairly well for another six games, and then everybody catches up with him again. And and yeah. then we're gonna see how truly bad Anthony Richardson is with his 13 games of experience. Yeah. Rounding out the top five last night, the Seattle Seahawks, as they took Devin Witherspoon, a cornerback out of Illinois, and they were showing some highlights of that guy. And just to look at that guy, he is—he looks—he looks like he's ready to play, and he's a stud. Devin yeah. Witherspoon's a cornerback uh, from Illinois, and the, they graded out that pick on this site as an A plus. Um, and we're going to roll through some more of these picks on the backside of this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And I am joined in the studio with Coach Mike, Big Lou, JB, and Greg Bradley. And uh, give us a couple of minutes, and we're going to be right back, and we're going to talk a little bit about Hendon Hooker and Mr. Darnell Wright, offensive lineman taken uh, in the first round from the Vols out of Tennessee. So give us a couple of minutes. We'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined the studio by Big Lou. Coach Mike on the board, JB, and our good buddy Greg Bradley, and we were just rehashing some old <laughs> war <laughs> stories, <laughs> war stories, glory days of of 1998, and we're sending that song out to Will Levis. <laughs> he's still sitting, sitting. And, he's still yeah. sitting yeah, he's and still waiting sitting. with his three hot sisters, still and standing his, in the green room, and his girlfriend looks pretty good too. And Will is a nice, I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, no. Will's a nice looking guy. Don't he's, compliment him. 
Uh, okay. All right. Well, anyway. Hey, nice looking guys don't get don't get you somewhere. You, you got to be. You, he's got to produce on the field, and he hadn't yet. He's been hyped well, up for three months before this draft, and now the the people that have been hyping him up are televising his downfall. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. And I hope and he keeps on falling. Hendon Hooker is going before Will Levis tonight. I promise you. He is peeing. Well, I think the people are starting to re- realize what we've been saying. You know through the yeah. whole thing is why just why crazy. is he getting all the hype why is he getting all this hype and, and i think well, what we're seeing is that the guys that really make the decisions understood you know the hype right. isn't going to get us anywhere yeah. that shows us exactly how much espn really doesn't know right well they who does know you know other well, than nobody the, does other they, than the nfl they saying other than the nfl a, coaches and gms that make the decisions who does know they said he the had a z- moment. zero point whatever it was percent of not being picked in the first round well that guy for espn don't know really what he's been there you go fooling everybody that's right all these so-called experts right and they kept they kept putting it on him yeah. the whole night Lay off this kid. Quit embarrassing yeah. this guy. Yeah, I, I, you know, I would that, that I just don't agree with. I think if you know, as, as as he was obviously sitting there trying to stay on his phone and look comfortable, you could just feel. I could feel at home watching it on TV that he's very uncomfortable, and and that they were trying to. His sisters and his girlfriend were there in support as he sat there and sweated out and waited as the first round got later and later, um, but you know. Uh, I think he'll probably he'll probably go in the top three rounds, some in the top three rounds to somebody that that's looking to uh, looking to develop develop a quarterback, and uh, you know he'll get picked. Now uh, the Arizona Cardinals at number six took Paris Johnson Jr., a huge offensive tackle, Ohio State. They were showing some clips. Did you all see the clip? The clips they showed on Paris Johnson Jr. where he pan he hit that he pulled. He pulled from the left side and came around the right side. And I mean, I don't know who they were playing. They might have been Illinois. I, I, for some reason, I, I remember orange in a dark color. But anyway, he came around the right side, and he hit this guy up, kind of up in the chest area, blocked him. And it it's what John Madden called a decleater. It, <laughs> I mean, that guy's feet went flying up in the air. It was – I mean, it, it looked – I was kind of wondering whether the guy got back up or not. Yeah. But you know, I mean, if you've got if you've got Kyler Murray and he's running around uh, trying to uh, save himself uh, in the backfield, then you trade up to the Texans, drop down, and pick Paris Johnson because you know none of those guys ahead of you are going to take Paris Johnson. But right? then you create a new problem of can Kyler Murray see over the line? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You but can get I, him to stay in the pocket. You know, one of the big things I'd, I'd heard an analyst talk about before that linemen have a very difficult time blocking for guys that can run a lot and are willing to run quickly because they, you know, when they're they're blocking, they're blocking, blocking. All of a sudden, this guy takes off. The defensive lineman changes his path, right? And the only way he can stay with him is to grab him, right? Because, so he, and that's when they get their flag. He starts to follow the runner, and yeah. next thing you know, he's not trying to come through you. He's yeah. trying to go away from laterally. You. He's trying. And you're to go already away lo- from you're already locked in inside. So I mean, and right. and, and so they they'll pull away, and all of a sudden that jersey starts stretching. That's when the referees see you, yeah, and they flag him, and they. Well, they they're not real fired up about guys that don't sit in the pocket very long. The Raiders at number seven took Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher out of Texas Tech, and a rather large man with stud. long arms. And he's he's a stud. I'd hate I'd hate to 
get on his bad side. Uh, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, with a little bit of a little bit of a a reach here, took Bijan Robinson, the running back out of Texas. Now, Bijan Robinson is a fine running back. Don't get me wrong, but like we talked about before the before we came on the air, uh, Big Lou, Tyler Algier was one of the top rookie running backs in the in the NFL last year. Due to injuries, was the top rookie running back. And, uh, you know, they were talking about it was an Arthur Arthur Smith yeah. pick. What What is uh, what, I think that's true. I, I, and what does that mean exactly? I well, mean, Arthur Smith came up. I mean, you know, you think about him with the, the Home Titans. Depot guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, isn't that, isn't that him? <laughs> yeah. He's a Home Depot guy. Yeah, he, uh, but, you know, with the Titans and when he really had success and when, you know, people started to see his his talent, his vision was, was built around a bell cow in the backfield with, with Derrick Henry and when you I think when you look at this prospect he's flown a little under the radar but you know a lot of people are saying this is the best running back to be in the draft since Saquon Barkley back in 2018 so you know this is a guy that can run the ball well, maybe Ar- maybe maybe Arthur Smith just figured he couldn't pass up Atlanta Falcons ran the ball more than any other team in the league last year I mean they they just I think they feel they can't lose with more good bodies back there um, to keep keep pounding well, Philadelphia Eagles came in at number nine with a pick. They moved up to number nine from Chicago, from the Bears, and they took uh, Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter. And Jalen Carter, if you if you watched the draft last night, was uh, emotional. I mean, he was mm. he was crying. I, th- I think he's been through a lot. I think sure. I think that I think that automobile wreck was very traumatic. Uh, where they he was cited for racing. Obviously, they were in some racing situation late at night on the way to Waffle House after they had won uh, the national title, and uh, the other car wrecked and killed a teammate and one of the young uh, interns or young uh, people that worked for the team Georgia, assistants. Yeah, yeah, for the Georgia staff and. Um, you know, to be involved in something like, even though he was just cited for racing, and then they didn't, you know, and, and terrible things happen when you make terrible decisions as a young man. We've talked about that, but I think going through that, him showing up at the combine a little overweight and slow, and and, and when I think players do that that are projected as high as he was, you expect them to show up in shape, right, Coach? I mean, yeah, you expect, I, I, I mean, you expect them to show up in shape if they're looking at contracts and being cha- chosen maybe number, the first player in the draft. And I think that cost him. Yeah, he fell, oh, yeah. Yeah, he fell a little bit. Yeah. <coughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, he was really projected could have been the first overall pick. That's make, what I'm saying. And, somebody could have traded yes. up that really wanted him. And uh, even though he still went at number nine, I mean, that fell from where he was projected to be at the end of the season. And and, and it's, this isn't a, some revelation. This is the first time this has ever happened. It's happened, it's happened in multiple drafts where a top one or two top three, top five pick out of college has kind of taken some time off after I was gonna the say, season. Doesn't you know. necessarily prepare himself for the pro days, and uh, in fact, some of them take days away from the pro days because they don't want to, um, I guess, expose a weakness here and there. There you go. But, now, uh, okay, Greg, here we go, man. Number ten, Chicago Bears. They came in there, baby. Mr. Darnell Wright, offensive tackle from Tennessee. Wright was the third-ranked player on the board this year, according to this article I'm reading. Uh, He's a stalwart tackle who will give the Bears an offensive line much better than they were this time last year. So, there you have it. He's a great pick. 
Okay. And, you know, he wasn't really projected to be that high of a pick uh, really ever last season and really in the off season either. He came, really came out at the Senior Bowl and impressed a lot of people. And uh, I think it was, uh, you know, it was Will Anderson who, who did a press conference and said that he was the best tackle that he faced all, all season is what Will Anderson said. So good pick. Well, congratulations to Mr. Wright. Um, number 11th pick was our Tennessee Titans. And uh, JB, they picked up your – Peter Skaronsky, offensive lineman who can play any any position on the offensive line or has played any position on the offensive line. Uh, and this guy graded him at that, that Titans pick out at an A+. Uh, next came the Detroit Lions who picked up Jameer Gibbs uh, running back from Alabama, and they just signed David Montgomery out of Chicago to a three-year deal. And they also have Andre Swift, yep. DeAndre Swift from Georgia who has been a little banged up, but I guess they just they figured they might need a scat back or they might need some type of – Well, the, the the running trend right now in the NFL is running back by committee. And I'm seeing a lot of teams going to a three running back combo. Sure. First and uh, second down backs and then a third down third back. Down, or a back that that's a hybrid that could go to slot, can go right. to – you know, can go in motion out of the backfield and become a receiving threat uh, – uh, I oh, lost my lost my name. Uh, the guy out of Stanford, um, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, yeah, uh, uh, similar to him, that because he's a threat anywhere he shows up on the field. Right. He could be a wide receiver and be and still be a threat. He's just an athlete. Yeah, he's just a great athlete. I think teams are trying to get to that committee thing instead of you know having that one bell cow that you, you that you either sink or swim with. Well, Detroit um, sure thought a lot of Mr. Gibbs, who started his career at at Georgia Tech and then transferred to Alabama and did great Alabama. Uh, he could have caught another pass that I thought was, <laughs> he, was very, very easy to catch. But it, Greg had hit him in the wrong damn spot, his hands. <laughs> that happened. Uh, anyway, yeah. that's, I, uh, I regress. The uh, Green Bay Packers, Lucas, Lucas Van Ness. And Edge, I don't know anything about this guy. Does anybody have anything on this guy, Lucas – Van Ness, an edge runner from Iowa, um, the do-it-all defensive lineman, this article says. Um, so the Packers took him. Uh, Pittsburgh took Broderick Jones, a big offensive tackle from Georgia. Uh, the Jets took Will McDonald the fourth. If you guys have any information on any of these cats, jump in there. The Washington Commanders took Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback out of Mississippi State. Um Another SEC player that went. New England Patriots took Christian Gonzalez, a cornerback out of Oregon. I think, uh, yeah, those two are a little bit interesting because most people did have Gonzalez coming into the draft as the top cornerback, and, and the commanders opting for Forbes is something, you know, there's clearly something there that they Something going on with Gonzalez that they're – Yeah, know. either something they were avoiding or something they were specifically um, going for with Forbes there because that was a bit of a surprise to see him go first. Um, uh, but I think – New England will be really happy about getting Gonzalez. Another player from Iowa, Jack Campbell, linebacker, went to the Detroit Lions. A big linebacker. And Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number 19 took Kalijah Cansey, an edge rusher from University of Pittsburgh. And the round out the top 20 of the Seattle Seahawks took Jackson Jackson Smith Najigba. Yep. Is that the way you pronounce that? It name? is. Wide receiver out of Ohio State. When is Marvin Harrison Jr. coming out? Is he? Is I he, think he's got another year at Ohio State, right? Is he? Yeah. He's if he's he's beginning to look a lot like his daddy. You know what I mean? 
They're pretty, saying he's pretty be dang the best good out of all this, all these Ohio State receivers that have come out the last couple of years. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, yeah. uh, Jackson as well, and uh, he could be the best one out of all those guys. Yeah. Okay, we're up against our second break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, Coach Mike, with Coach Mike, Big Lou, JB, and Greg. And uh, if you guys will give us a couple of minutes, I've got an eight ball pick for the uh, NBA night, and we're going to go over some. Still have some Hendon Hooker to talk about. We'll be right back. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. 
Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hey, Coach, you, Coach, 
Coach, to be fair, we we could go out with some Rocky Top if you come in. I guess you like Dixie Land of Light. You know, because it belongs in Knoxville. Dixie Land of Light, baby. Dixie Land. We've been playing Dixie Land of Light Alabama games for 30, 40 years. Well, Good Lord. Since it first came out. I'm sorry. Before Drake. it came out, we I'm were sorry. playing it down there. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. But anyway, uh, we're in the studio this afternoon, uh, the second day of the NFL draft, which starts, I believe it's 6 o'clock tonight. They'll do rounds two and three. And I am joined in the studio by Big Lou Maddox, JB, our buddy Greg, and Coach. Mike on the board, and uh, we just went through the top 20 picks, and I think that's enough to go through right now because we got a little bit more information. First of all, Greg, you were on yesterday, and I'm going to give you a little hard time about this. You read something off on the internet (laughs) where you said, and I don't know who you were quoting exactly, somebody's Twitter account, uh, but you said Hendon Hooker was going number one. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. But yeah, okay. I kind of winked it at Clayton. Oh, he was okay. Here. I didn't yeah. see and the I, wink. And, and I, told I, him, I thought you were serious. I told him, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> There's a guy on Twitter who got a. It's him, but he does crazy stuff like that. Well, kind of throw out some stuff to kind of maybe. Yeah, kind of get people riled yeah, up, you and, know, ready to go. What and you said he had quite a few followers. Yeah, this guy, well, the other guy was a real guy that I talked about that Tennessee was going to trade up, which they didn't. But that the was, one about the hooker. That was a rumor, though. Okay. The hooker guy was, he don't, he, he's got several, but not that many. Well, the university, and, and, it, and you know, I didn't ask you to play Sweet Home Alabama, but I'm, okay, on the way back. I like it. Oh. I'm a Skinner's guy. Well, there you go, all <laughs> the way Skinner, back. Man. All the way back in, all the way in, uh, back in. I know who my host is, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, but uh, Alabama made history yet last night. Do you know? Does any of you all know what what type of draft history Alabama made? Yes. Go for it. It's the first number one overall pick either in Saban or program history. Correct. Uh, I, you know, that's not what it is. What I'm talking about, but well, that, that's what I. Yeah. Okay. Well. That's, okay. And, and that surprised me. First number one overall pick in in program a, history is what yeah I I, you know as a quarterback that that is kind of surprising because Alabama's had a lot of great a lot yeah. of great players under Saban uh, you a know a lot of first rounders there you go uh, but the record I'm talking about is that Alabama has had a first round pick in the NFL draft for 15 consecutive years now so they have and and can you all guess who held who held the record before Alabama broke it last night? What what university held it? Can Miami. You, you know what, Big Lou? He's on top I of think, things, man. He yeah. could, I tell you the what. The sports trivia machine. Let's go. Greg, man, this I, guy's on top of it. Was, yeah, I place, I place university of Miami. Factory for yep. a lot of years. Yes. They uh, they held it for 14. They had 14 straight years of having a player taken in the first round. And then Alabama broke that last night with uh, – uh, well, well, obviously Bryce Young was taken first, and then uh, third was Anderson. Anderson, and then Jameer Gibbs, uh, you know, which was kind of a curveball. Everybody went, "Whoa, wait a minute, what's going on here?" But yeah. you know, who knows? Uh, but I mean, Detroit, like I said yesterday, Detroit had Detroit had five picks out of the first eighty-one. 
Last night they got to a position, Detroit did, where I think they either had four or five picks of the next 43. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's a lot. And like we said, that that is a franchise – a possibility of, of just changing. Possibility. Turn, possibility okay, of changing. But again, like I said yesterday, it's Detroit. Right. If they can, if it can that, be screwed up, they'll figure out a way to do it. <laughs> and, and you know what? And I, they'll I, probably I, gamble on it as well. So. Yeah. Now, speaking of Alabama. Uh, but go one ahead. other little trivia piece there I was, I was noticing this morning going through. Out of 31 picks, how many came out of the SEC? I haven't seen a number, but I'm going to say – Six, seven? Nine. Nine came out of the SEC. And if you count future SEC, 13 out of the first 31 picks. Because uh, four of them came out of Oklahoma and Texas. Okay. Which are coming in. Okay, yeah. But, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but nine out of the rest, the ones that are currently in the SEC, nine well, of the first 31. A third. You know. A third of the, the first round picks came out of the SEC. And – some of these other conferences are wanting to say something about being stronger. Well, uh, you know. Forget and, it. <laughs> well, Not even close. Um, and, you know, it's all about the Benjamins. Just it's all, it and, and it's all about the Benjamins and the SEC network and the and the finances that, that each school pulls from that. You know, they can, they can invest that into uh, football players <laughs> or basketball players. You know. So, uh, yeah. Let's see what else is going on in the – oh, uh, Alabama Alabama got a transfer out of Notre Dame, Tyler Bushner. I believe that's the way you pronounce his name. He is going to be reunited, reunited at, in Alabama with Tommy Rees, uh, the new offensive coordinator that left – that was at Notre Dame for three years. And now Alabama has five quarterbacks – on their roster. I don't know what they're going to do with them all. I'm sure some of them are probably looking to. Oh, there'll be a weeding out process here. Either real that quick. or, they're, or they're, they're going to jump in the transfer portal. I'm sure that's say. how that works. Yeah. Uh, Bushner started in 2022, but was injured in week two and returned to play in the bowl game against South Carolina, where he threw for 274 yards, three TDs, rushed for 61 yards and two TDs. However, Mr. Bushner threw three interceptions and two of those interceptions were pick sixes. Um, Sam Hartman has transferred over from Wake Forest to Notre Dame, and he is my Heisman Trophy candidate for next year. Um, and, you know, we're waiting for Hendon Hooker and Stetson Bennett. Where are you? You know, we hadn't heard anything from you. Sixth or seventh. Or there you go. Yeah. Tonight, the Magic agent. Eight Ball has come out with two picks for tonight's game. Take the Golden State Warriors and go under in that game. The Golden State Warriors and under in the – uh, Grizz, Golden State, even though we're cheering for the Grizzly, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, this has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. It's flown by. I had a lot of fun. Thank you guys for listening. You'll have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy yourself. For Big Lou, JB, Greg, Coach Mike, I'm Drake, and we will talk to you Monday right at about 4 o'clock, and we'll see how this draft all shakes out. Y'all have a great weekend.